Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Black Country Ramble. We've had a little bit of hiatus and life gets in the way when you're trying to record a podcast every week. It has nothing to do with West Brom being relegated, I promise. <laughs> uh, that laugh you can hear is from the Wolves half of our podcast. JB, how are you? I'm good, mate. Glad to be back. Um, it has felt a while, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really has felt a while. I feel like I'm a bit nervous, like when we did our first one back in... I know, yeah. When was it? October last year? Yeah, have um, we forgotten to string sentences together? Yeah, I'd be a lot of stuttering in this one, I reckon, to be yeah. fair. Not that there isn't normally. Normally, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true, it. Yeah. Um, so, it has been a little bit of a while. Quick run-through of... Uh, well, firstly, the reason we've been away, just busy. Busy life. Just busy, busy life. Yeah, yeah. Um, secondly, uh, we have had a lot happen in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. There was a Black Country Derby uh, where the honours were even. There, yeah, it does seem a long time ago. Um, Albion also uh, were relegated after a 3-1 loss to Arsenal. Um, JB, what's happened on a Wolves front since the derby? And that's what's really scary because I've come straight from work and literally having to think. So I think that says all it needs to about it. It does really, to be honest. It it says everything about it, to be honest with you. Um, I genuinely can't can't think. Obviously, we lost against Spurs at the weekend. Um, Prior to that, we we beat Brighton 2 1, didn't we? We did. Um, On the Sunday. Um, Which kept our hopes alive a little bit. It did. And then, did we have a game in between that? After the Black Country derby? Um, I really should, should know that, shouldn't I? Um, I, I think it was Brighton after that and then Spurs. Brighton after that, was it? Yeah, yeah. A hard one. Anyway, the point is on Wolves, oh, you're desperate for this season to end. Uh, well, have I said anything different since oh, yeah. when? Since no, no. Ab- crikey. Absolutely. Since the turn of the new year. Um, it's been a real, real slog. Um, and again, I'm probably sounding, um, you know, sounding the same as what, what I've sounded like for a while. But um, it, it's, yeah, it, it, it's been a long old slog. It's been desperately poor for the majority of the season. I mean, I look at the league table and I looked and I, and I do think, how on earth are we where we are? Um, we Drop, have, we got have, my answer to that? Look, look in quality, essence. Quality, I, I, think it, I think you've got players like your Pedro Neto's, Jimenez, who also got a lot of points on the board. For Early Wolves. doors, yeah. Um, Trey Ore, who's done it a couple of times. You've got players who just find that little bit of magic yeah, and, yeah. you know we you look at Albion we've got one player who does yeah, that yeah, yeah. and our over-reliance on him is when we haven't got enough points Wolves have got two or three magic players I, and it's really I, it, the points rack up when they turn up I, I agree I, my only sort of counter argument to that has been and, and again listen you know people say you know the look even to South Far, but there has been a couple of games where we have managed to get points on the board by other teams getting red cards um, it's happened a couple of times. I'm sure that that might have happened, you know, in other teams in the league as well. So yeah. I'm not just saying it's a Wolves thing only, but I'm talking purely from a passionate Wolves fan basis here. Yeah. And just having to, and, and, and for the first time in a weird kind of way, because obviously with um, pre-COVID, with me, not necessarily taking for a couple of years, sort of re- re- reliant, because obviously living up in Stoke and then reliance on, you know, your, sort of your Sky games, your BT games, stuff like that. Obviously, this is probably the, this is one of the first things in a long time I've watched pretty much every single Wolves game, home and away, if you like. Yeah. yeah. And having to watch it home and away for this whole season has been a real, real difficult thing to do because yeah. we have been poor. Um, it has exposed a lot of weaknesses. It has exposed Nuno in a different light. It's caused a lot of division amongst Wolves fans. We, in a lot of games, have been absolutely mullered. I mean, you know, the Burnley game is the most recent one that stands out, you know, and it absolutely tore us to pieces on national TV. And when I say national TV, obviously, I mean BBC. Uh, yeah. You know, and yeah, I just, I'm so looking forward to when that final whistle goes um, Sunday. Four o'clock, I believe. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and and yeah. So I'm I'm kind of digressing, but yeah, it's it, it's it's been a been a real long hard slog, mate. To listen, you know, we're still in the prem. We can regroup, hopefully rectify some of the wrongs that have, that have gone on. So it could have been a lot, lot worse. But yeah, just been a, a in my opinion, a poor, poor season. Yeah, I think if you were, I mean, and we will do a, a full rundown really of, of both seasons next week after the final whistle. This yeah. time next week, we'll be putting out our end of season pod. Um, if I were to try and sum up where I think Wolves are at, I just think, and it's been said a lot, transition, whatever. Oh. It, I feel like they were always going to be entitled to a bad season. Sure. And 
it's a big three months at the start of next season. It, it's make or break for Nuno. Um, and it's make or break probably for the ambition of this particular squad. It, you know, you'd start to phase players like Moutinho, maybe Connor Cody. Yeah. Um, maybe look at moving a, cu- a couple of those, Patricio, look at moving a couple of those lads on over the next couple of years. Sure. Unless they kick on now. Yeah. yeah. Um, not to say that will happen and Wolves might kick on. They might start like yeah. a house on fire. But I, I think that I, they're in a very, very good position that their bad season is a comfortable survival season. Sure. But they don't rest on their laurels because you, you've seen it happen before. You've seen Absolutely. Bournemouth, top half finish, top half finish. All of a sudden, they're relegated. Yeah. Watford, top half finish, they're relegated. I'm not for one minute saying that's going to happen to Wolves because I don't think it will. And I think the owners would act far, far quicker than... But, but we can't just assume that, that. I agree with you. I agree with yeah, what I'm saying, but we yeah. can't just have that almost arrogance about us to go, I don't, you know, we're Wolves and, and, and we've got Fosen and, and we've got Nuno and, and think everything's going to yeah. be okay. And that's why it's a big three months. Massively. It's, it's almost pivotal for, for the project, well, if well, you like. What it does is, it, it, though these three months is exactly what a big excuse of last season was, you know, a lot of fans, the club have come out in, in, in bits and spurts and said, you know, we didn't have a pre-season last year, you know, obviously the COVID break, well, etc. Yeah, you know, yeah. obviously we're playing into Europe into August, of our course, first game yeah. to begin of September. I think, I think the official line was we had a, an 11 day break slash pre season, whatever you want to. It means ridiculous when you Especially think about. when a couple of, well, I know Connor Cody joined it with England as well. Yeah. So yeah. he hasn't had a rest. I'm sure it was 10 or 11 days. It, it, it was yeah. ridiculous either way. Portuguese lads would have gone off and played. So there's lads without a rest for over a year. Literally. And, and, and so, that will have had a massive impact. Yeah. It's got to have with our injury record. We've gone from having probably one of the, the well, best injury records in the Premier League probably ever yeah. seen in terms of consistent 11, starting 11s, yeah, yeah. to have been absolutely decimated this season. Some, obviously the Jimenez one, obviously mm. freak accident sort of thing. Johnny doing an ACL. The Johnny doing the ACL twice, you know, yeah. twice. The Neto one, I think I still stand by. I think it's poor management. You know, they were aware of the injury in Portugal. He came off in the Portugal the week before and we, we rushed him through when in reality we weren't even fighting for anything. So there's been mistakes made. But going back to the, this coming up three-month window, it's huge. It's huge in terms of preparation, in terms of injury recovery, in terms of recruitment, in terms of our direction. And what I mean by that is, you know, are we going to get a, a football man in, in terms of maybe not necessarily a director of football as such, but, you know, is it going to be the sort of similar line of recruitment that we've relied yeah, on in so the past? So how, how does the hierarchy work? Obviously, your head of recruitment, for want of a better word, would be Mendes, even though he probably doesn't have an official title like that. What's Jeff Shee's role? <laughs> He'll probably, probably start the first game of the season if he was up to, to be honest with you next year. Um, Jeff Shee, I, I don't know what his official title is. If I, if I quickly nip on the wall, yeah. I'll find out. But he's probably COO or he's something. CEO like kind yeah, of thing, yeah, but yeah. He, he does a lot of the data. He's got his own office at the training ground. Okay. He attends all the games. He attends all the under-23s. He attends all the women's games. He's very hands-on. Um, pretty much exec was, chairman he is exec chairman he pretty much was everything we used to have a guy called Lloyd Dorimple who was very very popular at uh, Wolves um, he worked about sort of commercial manager to sort of managing MD and he was fantastic he was a voice for the fans he was that middle buffer between Jeff Shee and the, the communication those couple of seasons when we first came up and when we got into Europe was amazing and that was down to Lloyd Dorimple he was active on Twitter Okay. He, he, he was brilliant and, and he 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 was quite heavily involved in in in, the, in football in in not necessarily the actual recruitment aside but in terms of getting it over the line and things like that i believe we've got somebody called is it scott sellers i think and what's who, his role I, I think he he started from the academy now as like head of football i think right. i think it's scott sellers um i'm sure he's head of football i think i can look at uh, it mate. Yeah, yeah yeah so we have got like a head of football if you like that kind of like oversees like I say, transfers, first team, under 23s, the academy as such. Um, okay, yeah, he looks after the technical side of Wolves recruitment. I'm not yeah. sure what his title is. Oh, technical director. Technical director. So he is your technical director then. Okay. Yeah, so he's worked his way up. He, he's, I think that's on the board as well, Scott yeah. Sellers is. Now, I'm, listen, I don't know a huge amount about Scott Sellers, you know. I don't know much about his background or anything like that. But that, that, that he seems to be the key man that now works under Jeff Shea. Mm-hmm. Um, still think Mendes and Foson and, and guest. I can never say um, who Mendes is. Uh, company's called things Gesta, Gesta Fute or something like that. I have no idea. If, if yeah, if, if you uh, Google Jorge Mendes is um, company, um, his agency, you'll, you'll find out. They are obviously the main purse strings. Wow, Gestafute, Gestafute. There, there we go. Was yeah. a million miles off. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't speak Portuguese, so I have no won't idea, be long, mate. The way you're going won't be long. But um, <laughs> yeah, so, so 
they are the, the main guys that, that, that sort of oversee yeah. it. Obviously, Mendes will always have a link up with the club because of obviously Fosun have got shares in his company. They're always going to be tight, tightly sort of linked through that. It's a massive summer coming up because we have got to we've got to right the wrongs from last year. Yeah. And that doesn't mean going so, out spending 300 million pounds a silly. Not that we would do that, but we've got to look at what has happened this year, look at where we have been weak, where we've been exposed and go out and make that right. Yeah. So, I mean, hindsight is key when yeah. you're looking at transfers. Yeah. Uh, at the start of the season, we rated our transfer windows yeah. um, and I would love to go back Listen to what we rated them and rate them again because hindsight really, yeah. really is twenty twenty. I think I gave it a seven. I think you, yeah, I think you I gave us. I think I gave us an eight on the after we got Carl and Grant, and I think that was a little bit heavy handed for me. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I think a seven. I said. But so, w- what are those wrongs though for you? Then, if you say right the wrongs from last year's recruitment, what are they? I, th- I think for me, the, the, the glaring one has been how we have been up to expose some centre back. You know, we have literally not improved centre half since we have come up. And even then it was it was signing Willie Bolly permanently mm-hmm. when he was alone in the championship yeah. anyway. You know, we we we've literally playing the same back centre halves that we've had in the championship. The, the, it, we've never improved on that. And and we got away with it in the first couple of years because of the way that we've played our sort of counter-attacking football with, with, with Jota. And obviously Moutinho, Moutinho came to us and, and, and sort of allowed us to, to play forward. He was a bit, bit fit and had more legs a couple of years ago and things like that. Having literally Soyis, Cody and Bolly to choose from as our three centre-halves, we've been one of this year. That's a, it's a real bug burial, isn't it? The centre-back. Massive amount. Yeah. I just don't think there's any excuse for it. I, I really think it's been over-reliance. And then whenever one of those have got injured, then Donkers come in. Who, who you know he's now in the Belgium squad for the Euros as a midfielder, you know, and, and we yeah. so we shoe him in in, in as, as, a, as a centre half, you know. Okay, we've got Max Kilman, you know, who's okay, you know. He, but for me, he's a decent Championship defender. He's not Premier League defender by any of the imagination. Yeah. Though his stats are what I've wolfed to this, they'll get probably get hammered because his stats when he's played for us have been fantastic. We've kept clean sheets. We've been way tighter. So his stats actually when he's played for us, I've, I've stacked up. But for me, massive bugbear is a centre half situation. Mm-hmm. We never really kicked on from that an attacking centre midfielder, a number 10, a CAM, whatever you want to call it. A, a Matthias Pereira. A Matthias Pereira, whatever you want to call it. Ooh, Somebody thought to... of that. Oh, man. I'd, I'd literally just love us to sign Pereira just to see your face, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd literally, not, not, for, not for what he brings to war, but just to see, oh, yeah. uh, just, just to see your face. Um, I doubt that you'll get as much of him as you think, to be honest with you, mate. I really don't. Like, if I, I mean, massive tangent, but if I was... In charge of that, I would yeah. accept nothing less than 30, 35 million for Pereira. And if someone meets that, then I'd be tempted to let him go. Um, because he's, he's on a massive contract. We don't need to sell. So that's quadruple. That is that quadruple what you paid for him? We play nine. So, yeah, just under four times. Yeah, if we get 35 mil for him. Yeah. But I, I think the things with Pereira are, and I mean, we could talk this to death and we will come back to Wolves, but things with Pereira are that 9.25 million was a steal and yeah, yeah, yeah. 8.75 whatever it was 9 million yeah. everybody knew that was ridiculously underpriced then he's been promoted and he's gone to another level in the most competitive league in the world or the hardest league in the world yeah, whatever you yeah. want to call it the Premier League so let's say he was undervalued by 6-7 million anyway which he was so call him a 15 million yeah, player yeah. if you then prove you can do it in the Premier League your value doubles. Yeah. If you double that, you're a thirty million pound player. Yeah. Then you add to the mix that we've got him on a four year deal. We have three years left by yeah. the time the season's finished. You can add. You can add a little bit of a premium on. I think we I don't think, need yeah, to sell. I, I, it, yeah. Well, well, we'll, we'll see with your owners. I, I think. Course, if, I, think yeah. I think if someone comes in, I think if someone comes in straight cash twenty million, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go for that. As disappointed as you'll yeah. be, I want to, money talks. At the end of the day, money talks, yeah. and I think. When you go down, when you're on, you know, I mean, when you're in the championship, and, course, and, yeah. and it, it's a tough one. I've seen some really good players go for a lot less than what they're worth because of relegation. Likewise, I've seen players go for a lot more than what they're worth. But that's usually goalkeepers, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, um, I mean, well, and I think ironically, we'll probably use some, lose Sam Johnston for less than he's worth this it, season. It's a really interesting one, isn't it? Because I. We have spoke off air and in, in group chats and stuff about next year. And obviously, no, next next week we're going to sort of really go into the, the season review and look yeah. ahead and things like that. But potentially, you know, Albion really, you, you look at their their strongest eleven that they've got right now. 
the core could be ripped out of it, couldn't it? Really? Yeah. You know, you look at because for me, you look you look at Johnston, and I'll be very surprised if no one comes in for him. I, I could see if, if if the Patricio to Roma rumors are a and they're, yeah. they're pretty strong over in Italy, and they're from good sources. You know, if Patricio to you know, he could be a kind of a player that Wolves could look at. So sort of I'm not saying the would, yeah. but it's it's a strange one because these players have joined at a time where there aren't. Well, they obviously saw fans, but they never yeah. played in a real derby with fans. No, no, they no. They probably don't really get that exposure to how fierce the rivalry is. Yeah. So it could happen. It could. Oh, sorry, right? Yeah, I understand yeah, what you're like, saying. Yeah, no, I understand what Al- you're saying. Albion yeah. to Villa, Villa to Albion. That's fine. That happens. So no, yeah, no one bats yeah. an eyelid when that happens. Albion to Wolves, Wolves to Albion. That doesn't happen. I mean, yeah, like I said, no, it doesn't. And you are right, but it it's, could. It's, it's an angle that I never looked at before, to be honest, because of, because of the no fan situation. But yeah. but yeah, but you look, you'd imagine Johnston would would get cherry picked a little bit because you know, despite him, him, him sort of the, the goal different sort of thing, he has had a very very good yes, season. Yeah. He's had the England recognition, and he would be a solid goalkeeper for a lot of teams in the Prem. Yeah. For me, you know, I would have a Jay at the Wolves. Um, you know, I would. I think if anybody if anybody doesn't come in for him, I'd be very surprised. Well, I he, he doesn't seem to get mentioned, and I'm happy he, with that. Yeah, he goes under the raid. He, he goes under the raid. Yeah, I think he'd be very. I'd have at the Wolves, no problem. Yeah. And then you look at your midfield, and you know, obviously, you'd assume. I mean, if you keep hold of him, maybe you'd assume Pereira will go. Yeah, the right you, you've, got, you've got a plan as if he's going to go because someone if someone comes in with thirty mil on deadline day. Yeah, yeah. you can't say no. So you have to have planned for him to be gone. And then obviously you'd assume obviously you'd assume your Kushlu isn't gonna stay. Well, no, he'll, can't be afford, he'll be on his way. Him, be, yeah, and then the same that. with Diane. I mean, actually Diane's been linked with Wolves. I've seen this again. Listen, oh, we're, we're in silly season talk, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we, we are. We're in silly season talk. Again, so, like that, you know, that would be um oh, so what I'm trying to say, he, but that's right, that's Dianya. A spi- but that's the spine of your team. Whoever so- yeah, it is, and I'll come back to that. Whoever signs Dianya, they've paid too much. Even if they get him for free, they too much. <laughs> like, like, I, I like how hard he works. The kid was born but, off. The kid was born off. He's always he offside. They can't finish. Yeah. What do you want from a strike game? It's not being onside and being yeah, able to finish anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be the, essentially the core of our team gone, and it will be. We, we're going to lose Johnston. It's we might keep the centre backs. We will probably lose Pereira. We will lose Yukushlu. We will lose Dianya. And I'll come back to this later which is probably why we saw the start 11 we did at the weekend. Yes. So just coming back to Wolves yes, before yes. we do dive into Albion. Yeah. If we say that the, the you know the wrongs from last season were they didn't sign a centre back, yeah. um you could probably say they didn't sign enough players because <laughs> you know their lack of yeah, sending yeah, sure, exposed. Sure. The striker situation of yeah, course. Yeah. Um what do you do going forward? It's a really interesting one. Yeah, it, 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 I think of when I say a revamp, I don't want to sound dramatic, but there has yeah. got to be a revamp and a rethink of where mm-hmm. we're at. We've almost reached our, our plateau sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, plateau yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, and, all, and and you've made a really good point. You know, we're a sort of period of time now where you've got your your Patricios, your Moutinho's, um, and your Cody's and your players like that. Your elder statesman. If you like, you know, or players were actually, if we do want to kick on and we do want to sort of start, you know, yes, okay, we finished top seven the last two seasons prior to this, but if we do want to become a team that consistently challenges for that after this season, I would love to get us back to that situation. Of Whether course, we do or not, yeah. I don't know. I think we've got to look at those kind of players. And at least I think Patricia is fantastic. I would keep him for another couple of years. No, yeah, yeah. I don't but think like, you so, know, yeah. Moutinho, you know, as mustard as he is, his legs, you know, he's getting on a little bit. 25 games demand. a season. He's probably Abs- absolutely, him, yeah. you know. But for me, we've got to improve on the, on the back line in terms of the Conor Cody's of the world. Nothing against Conor Cody. He's been a great servant in the threes. He's, he's excellent most of the time. But if we're transitioning to a four, which I still do think that is what Nuno will want to do if he's still around, which I think he will be. Um, he wants a four, and for me, Cody isn't a four player, even though he did play well at the weekend. Um, you know, oh, oh, uh, oh uh, right, uh, massive, massive bone of contention for me. Yeah, yeah it, heroic defending at times, yeah, yeah, got yeah. the blocks on the line, all that. Yeah. What is he doing for the opening goal? Yeah, I'm not saying it. Listen, I'm not saying yeah, it's you know, not you. saying, saying, saying match, he was not, he? Yeah, oh, yeah. What, what is going, yeah. What is going know, on? What I'm trying to say, he was, you know, he's not awful in a four. You know, it's not, it's not like awful, awful. But his positioning was exposed. He stepped out to Hyungmin Son because that's what you can do yeah, when you're yeah, the yeah. middle centre back in a back three. He stepped out to Hyungmin yeah. Son, and Harry Kane couldn't believe his luck. It's Christmas. Yeah. He's walked through on goal. Well, like I said, listen, I'll go back to my point. We've got to improve on these kind of players. We've got to build our team around. Got yeah. to build our team around Neves. 
you know, when I say we're lucky with the netto injury, it's not lucky because we don't know how he's going to come back. But yeah. kind of the netto injury has stopped any potential sale of him. And Jimenez. And, and Jimenez as well. Um, and Johnny. And Johnny. Though I do worry about Johnny too, ACL. Oh, no, so I'm, no. not, I'm not sure where we go from there. But I think Aignori has really come on these last couple of years. There is one positive, actually, I want to touch on. I think Aignori has really come on. Because at one point, I was not convinced at all. Yep. But I think he's really shown some potential. And I think I'd be looking at, at taking the option upon him. Um, the Traore one is in the he's in the mix. I've had a quick article today saying they have renegotiated, they have restarting negotiations on the contract, which is pleasing. Interesting. Um, How long has he got left? He's only got a year on. He's only got a year. Oh, so he'll go for free if he doesn't. Absolutely. Yeah, he's only right, got a year yeah. left. So is Patricio. So is Patricio. But apparently they're renegotiating the contract. Right, okay. It's stalled a little bit. So there are some positive signs coming out, but I, I don't know. But for me, it's centre halves, a CIM, someone to complement Neves in midfield. Lighten the workload for Moutinho. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I do think as a front line, we're, we're, we're top heavy and we're good. I'm, I'm confident. When everyone's fit. Yeah. Neto, Pedence, Jimenez, Traore and Fabio Silva is in there for me. He, yeah. he's, he's come on loads, you know, and I think for 18 years old, he's done really, really well this season. But yeah, I think it's pretty obvious where I think we need to strengthen. Um, and if Patricio does go, I've got to say, I know it's difficult to keep two very good keepers happy, but... We haven't got great depth with goalkeepers at Wolves. We've got a couple of good young lads who have got, you know, potential. Yeah. I think one's on loan. I think his name's Sirkic. I think he's got him from Villa on a free. He was very highly rated. I think he's on loan in, in League One or something at the okay. moment. Sondergaard is highly rated. Yeah. But if Patricio goes, that's a massive void to fill. I think Rudy will go this year because he can't keep it on a bench yeah. for any longer. Maybe uh, Sam Johnston then? Well, stranger things have happened. Yeah, but, um, I hope not. It will but... all come down to money and what I'll, you know, like yeah. say, you look at your Pereira's of the world, you look at who would you go to, what they're going to be willing to pay um, and, th- and things like that. So, but yeah, it's a really, really interesting, really interesting summer. Because really a lot of it, you know, there's going to be what people are used to seeing clubs spend because of the COVID hit yeah, and the lack of, in- and the lack of finance that clubs have had over the last couple of yeah. last 12 months. You know what was strange last summer? That everyone spoke about this COVID market and how much it was going to affect it. I didn't really see it. Like, well, but in reality, last season the season didn't finish till March. So there's only yeah. there's only a couple of there's only a couple of months to go. They yeah. had, had all the money this season. It's, yeah, so they had fans eighty seventy five eighty pence of the season yeah. when COVID hit last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zilch. Yeah, zilch this year. Zilch. You know. Well, and this does segue lovely into something I want to talk okay. about. It's not quite zilch, Jack. Okay, if you charge, yes. If you're charging yes. forty pounds a ticket Don't. to go to Molyneux, it's not quite zilch. Um, it's not enough to balance the books at Wolves, but it is enough to piss an awful lot of Wolves fans and off. Rightly so. What, Twenty-three what? quid at the Albion. Now, a couple of couple of things difference there. So first, we're playing West Ham. You're playing Man United. Category A game maybe for Wolves. That whatever. Yeah, yeah. First game back after a year, the ticket should be in in a, half in, 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 in an area in an area of poverty. That's a deprived and area. A deprived city that's should, been hit hardest. Yeah. The manager has put two hundred and fifty thousand pounds of his own money. Into, into the club ch- charity trust to feed the children of Wolverhampton. We're playing Man United, complete dead rubber game. And excuse my language, because I know I, I try and park it in a camp. We've been served absolute shit this season. And to charge 40 to 45 pounds, whatever the exact fees. I'm, I imagine they'll be booked 40, mate. 40. I imagine yeah. there'll be admin fees on top of that, because Wolves are very clever at doing the old yeah, admin yeah. fees. It's scandalous. And it's, unf- and, it, 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 and it's a real poor marketing PR move, whichever way you want to look at it. You look at how Burnley, you haven't got a pot to piss in, bless them. Yeah. Give it free. Free. There free. you go. Free. You know, we're funded by a, a, a global consortium. Consortium. Yeah, multi, multi, yeah. multi, multi, we're talking 70, 80, 90 billion pound yeah. turnover a yeah. year. It, it, it's not a drop in the ocean to them. A really poor move. Um, yeah. And and. I was hoping they'd reconsider with the backlash, but he doesn't look like they're moving on it. But the game's Sunday, so you might, yeah, you might see a refund after a protest or something. That that smacks to me of of, of just treating the fans with utter contempt. They they have thought right; these fans are so desperate to get back in. Brilliant, let's charge them what we normally pay for Man United. Great, they're back in. Let's move on. Lie in the sand, and that's where Malloy Dorimple point I'm came just in because come back to that, JB, yeah. it, it has reignited. Fans' memories of how good that bloke was for us in terms of the yeah. communication, how well loved he was. Little things like the first game of the season when we went up, 
the the main wolf probably more vamping to the hog's head. The, the, he, he put a grand, he put <laughs> is, it, is that what everyone goes? That's what, yeah, Matt, that's one of the, the main, one, yeah. one of the main boozers in Wolverhampton. A lot, but yeah, it's not the main. There's loads of booze in Wolverhampton. Like, is it on Castle Street, or it's, I'm not sure. The, the, the it's right in the city. Yeah, it's yeah. proper wolf, wolf booze. Yeah. Like, they put a grand, put, put a grand behind the barbies our money. Wow, you know, just to like get a drink on us, or the place yeah, matter, yeah, get yeah. a drink on us, sort of thing, or yeah. it's a couple of grand or whatever it was. Real invested in the fans, the fans invested in it. He was communicating with us all the time. We have had silence from the club for months. Absolute month. Even the press release has been minimal. We've heard nothing. The walls put out about a couple of weeks ago. If you've got any questions for Jeff Shee, fire them out. We've had nothing since today. Yet we've received your questions. Thanks very much. It's been a poor season across the board for Wolves this year, both into, and it's such a shame because of the way that Fosum came in in 2016 and turned the club around from the negative Moxie and Morgan years was amazing. Mm. But this year is undone. Not all the hard work, but it's loosened the shoelaces a little bit yeah. of the hard work that's gone in. And, it, and like I said, they've got a big summer and a big season ahead, mate. And that's not, that may be negative. No. Try not to be. I'll be negative. Or just being frank. Reality, yeah. reality check. Yeah. And, and yeah. And, and on that subject, yes. I very, very fortunate. I'll be at the Hawthorns. Um, good for you. Yes, good for me. I'll be at the Hawthorns watching Albion play West Ham. Uh, we will preview those games a little yeah, bit later. Sure, but sure. Of course, we're also looking forward to the last games of the season um, later in the pod. Uh, 23 quid it cost me, JB. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, you know, with the eighteen, uh, rather seventeen pounds, I can save. I can get my chicken tikka in the vine. I can get a right, pint yeah. of the game, yeah. tram ticket. Like yeah. it, it is, uh, yeah, it makes a big difference. And I feel it's like, and I, I, I massively empathise with any Wolves fans who feel like they've been given a raw deal there. Because if you've got like, say, a, 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 I don't know, mom and dad and, and, a, and a kid, for yeah, yeah, sake, yeah. who come as a three, hundred and twenty quid, unbelievable. Well, kids probably be a little bit less, but hundred quid, quid, insane. For a dead rubber of a game, game have, man, on a Sunday at four o'clock when everyone's working, I'm, the guessing, next day. So, I'm guessing. I mean, well, all the games are like, yeah. aren't they? Because this season, yeah, well, actually, the only I was going to say is with it, fans back in, and what? it's obviously they're all kicking off at the same time. I don't know if they will all be showing this time. Oh, okay, that's like, interesting. Maybe they haven't decided yet, but like, way, it doesn't matter, does it? It's like, yeah, like everyone can watch it. Yeah, disclaimer we do not advocate streaming, yeah, <laughs> but we might take part in it. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it, it doesn't make sense to charge 40 quid. Yeah. And I obviously we're going down and the clubs are at different stages. Uh, I'm very glad we're only being charged 23, 23 quid. Little devil's advocate point here. If Wolves fans, and I'm not saying this is, you know, this isn't my opinion. I've, I've stated my opinion there. If Wolves fans want to be among the elite, you might have to be prepared to pay elite prices now and again. Which I agree. And, and and going back prior to COVID and stuff, yeah. when, when, if you wanted a match day ticket and it was category, you, we, there were 40 plus pounds. Yeah. There were. So I've got, I've got no issue with the 40 pound pro. I've got no issue with paying yeah. 40 pounds for what? Well, right. Bear with me on this. For a category I, A game. I, I, ha- yeah. I have got an issue because I think, I think there should be a cap in every game, right? Oh, well, yeah. But the world we live in pre COVID and the way it was, I think like that 40 pounds really for a category A game. You will find that's probably pretty standard across most Premier yeah, League teams. Course, but yeah. Give or take, right? So I've got no issue. But to charge it after a global pandemic for a dead rubber game, which is going to be 4,000 people there. So the atmosphere is going to be really weird and bizarre. Yeah. Socially distanced, meant to be wearing masks, all yeah. this, the stuff alongside whatever. And they're still trying to charge the your original category A price? It's insane. It's insane. Do you know what? Charge kids for free, 20 quid, yeah. and then... Hope, hope that people will spend a bit of money on in the concourse or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or give it them for free and and, and, yeah, and say, like you know, what, you know, just, just, I mean, what is it? Four, four thousand times 20, 40 quid. What is it? 200 grand know. now, you know, grand, like 160 that. grand, something like that. You know, it, it's, it, yeah, 160 I mean, it, 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 for football, it's pittance, mate. It's, it's, yeah. is that, is, is it, is it, is 160 grand worth? With negative PR, you'd pay that to a, you know, you'd pay that for a PR agency to, to promote you, your positive, yeah. positive you, PR. Yeah, you would, and you'd also pay that in wages every week to maybe, you know, two players at exactly. all yeah. are probably yeah. earning that. Yeah. Um, anyway, yes, I know, yeah, I know, I know. Like I said, I'm glad to be back tomorrow, but I'm not glad to see the astronomical price. Yeah, yeah, sure. Over at the Wolves, um, so yeah, elephant in the room. We mentioned it at the start, um. Well, to be fair, elephant in the room, another elephant in the room, we were accused of neglecting the trivia recently. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I didn't agree with that until 
right now and have realised I've neglected the <laughs> trivia. And we've got a lot to catch up on. Yeah, we did. And we're half an hour in. But yeah. I do have a trivia question. If okay. you were hoping to get it at the start, I do apologise, but I do have a trivia question. Obviously, England are going to play Scotland at the European Championships. Massive, massive game. And it got me thinking about where Scotland have been to um, major championships before. Yeah. Not very often. And there's a, yeah, not very often. <laughs> and there's there's a little nugget of football trivia that you either know or you don't. And that is who managed Scotland at the 1986 World Cup? Obviously, a World Cup famous for many things. Hand of God, Maradona solo goal. But Scotland were there. Yeah. Who managed Scotland? Now, I had a bit of a heads up on this before the pod. And I was like, I can't think, I can't think, I can't, I don't know it. And I still don't know it. My earliest memory of a, of a Scotland manager is, is Craig Brown, sort of France 98, Euro 96. <laughs> that's sort of, that's my sort of earliest memories of, of a Scotland manager. Because I didn't really pay much attention to them, to be fair. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm wrong with this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm putting miles out, I'm miles out, because I'm sure he was still playing, to be honest with you. But I'm just going to say Kenny Dalglish. Okay, okay. It's not Kenny Dalglish, but I'll give us a little bit of context. And obviously okay. anyone at yeah. home who is screaming because they yeah. know this context. Jock Stein was manager of of Scotland going into the 1986 World Cup. Okay. Jock Stein sadly died of a heart attack yeah. in just before the last qualifying game. And somebody stepped in on a short-term basis to do it. Okay. The reason I'm asking is because it's quite remarkable. Okay. Does that? It does ring a bell. I have, I have heard this story. And I think that's why. Oh, gosh. Is there any sort of clue you can give me? I can, I can drink without, 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 yeah, without, without sort of making it obvious. Okay, this is a manager who had won the European Cup Winners' Cup in the 80s. Is Sir Alex? Sir Alex Ferguson. Do you know what? Yeah. I did know that, yeah. but, I've, but, I, but, but, but I didn't, but I didn't know. I don't know why I thought he was like a player. That's why I went Dal Gleish. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where my Dal Gleish um, mindset came because I, I think... I knew the Jock Steen story, but I can't. I couldn't yeah. remember it until he said it. And I remember thinking, was it a, like a player manager sort of thing yeah, that, yeah. That, that did it? Somebody uh, stepped in short term. Yeah, and yeah. And I thought Dalglish was Sir, Sir Alex, Alex before he went good. to United. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a, if I mean, it's one of those. If you know it, you know it. If you don't, you don't. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love that. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. So he, would he have been at Aberdeen then? Or we just left Aberdeen. He was. I was think, he in the process of going to United? Yeah, I think. I think he went to United that summer. Oh, okay. I mean, I'd. Maybe a bit later, not, maybe not, not a bad step in, is it? That? Years Christ, after, I know, yeah. Not a bad step in. A couple of years later, but he'd won three leagues. Thought it was Aberdeen. Oh, it's mate, listen, listen, the the greatest, the the, the greatest, yeah. the greatest. Speaking of great managers, um, yeah. funny video of Pep singing Oasis. I was going to say Salad Ice then. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we do segues. We don't do yeah. lies. Um, so. I just wanted to mention yeah, Pep singing brilliant. Oasis with a cigar. Brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, really, really good. Really, really good. Here's a segue for you. Go on. Another video of a manager that maybe got a lot of press um, and ultimately cost him his job, Sam Allardyce with England, who's currently our manager. Will he be our manager for much longer? Now, this is a real moot point. You see um, you see things on Twitter where people do not want this man in charge of our club. Yeah. And I've been there a couple, of, a couple of months ago. I openly said in this podcast, and I'm still not fully convinced, I openly said in this podcast, I would rather go short term, uh, long term. I'd rather... Ditch yeah, Sam yeah, Allardyce yeah. if we didn't stay up, and I'd, I'd want to rebuild. However, there has been enough to encourage me, and it's difficult to take the baton off Sam jo- uh, Sam Johnston. It's yeah. difficult to take the baton off Sam Allardyce because he, he's currently the manager. Yeah. If I was appointing a manager in the summer, and we were managerless, would I go for Sam Allardyce? Never. Yeah. No, no chance. But this team selection, yeah, of well, I won't read the whole team, but of Dean Garner, yeah. of Hal robson Carnu, yeah. of giving Jake Livermore some minutes. Yeah. That is not a short term. And Carl and Grant as well got some minutes. That's not a manager who's thinking in the short term. Yeah, That's yeah. a manager who's putting his next season players on the pitch either yeah. to see what they can do or to maybe say to the board, look what we've got. We need reinforcements, sure. something like that. Whatever the motivation is. He's thinking about next season. Otherwise, he would have just played the same team as last year, yeah. uh, last week, and the week before that, and the week. Or before do you think that. he's just giving lads minutes because there's nothing to play for? I don't think it is no, that. I, no. I think I think if they've not impressed him in training, he wouldn't bother giving him minutes. Yeah, yeah. Sam doesn't seem like the kind of person who's going to pander to 
to players if they're, yeah, you know, they're, yeah, they're yeah. dummies out for not playing. It, make, it makes sense. I mean, for me, the, the big set, it's a, it's a massive conundrum. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways for, for him to stay for, for Albion. My big thing for, and it comes down to, for me, like your owners and what they're, I'm going to say ambition, I know the one out. Yeah. But if, if, you, if, 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 if they are saying to Sam, look, we're going down. We 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 want to we want to recoup as much money as we can. We, we're gonna we're selling Pereira, Johnston. Duh, 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 duh. There's gonna be a limited budget. You work within these confines. Is Big Sam gonna buy into that? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. If they are completely fit the course, look. Even though we want out, listen. If mega money comes in for Pereira, whatever you know, understand we've got to let him go. But you will get the the majority of that that money to reinvest into the club. You know, duh, 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 you know, we're going to try and keep hold of your Jays and Johnstons. Once we've probably got more chance yeah. of keeping hold of rather than your Pereiras mm-hmm. and things like that, um, that then then maybe he, he he'd go for it. For me, it all comes. It might not be about whether whether Big Sam wants it or not. It comes down to actually what he sees the board say to him. Yeah, um, I think that's really exactly interesting. It, one, maybe. Really interesting. One that's exactly me. it. If you were like I said, if you were to ask me a little while ago, I was I was definitely Sam out, Wilder in. Yeah. Um, but I think, is there anyone better equipped at a first-time bounce back? Bit of a war chest, relatively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course, sure, we'll sure, go sure. down with a big budget compared to a lot of the teams. Certainly competitive budget. Is there anyone better to spend that and get you back? I don't know. It might not be. Yeah, it might yeah. Not be. And, it, and like I said, it depends, doesn't it? Because in reality, you know, and this is, I feel like I'm championing Sam Allardyce here a little bit, but like, if he does get you back up, when you're in the prem and you are obviously one of the the you know the smaller fish in the bigger pond, a bit yeah. like you were this season, if you like, is there anyone better? Would would you want anybody realistically? Yeah. Would you, is there anyone better than Sam Allardyce to do that to for do you? that and stabilise? Do you know? What I mean? Well, look at look at what Roy Hodgson's well, done at Palace. Say, Roy yeah, just and, same, yeah. and people have lauded Roy Hodgson his work at Palace over the last however many years, four years, I think it was, and look where they've gotten Palace to. They're no and, longer relegation threatened. Yeah did the same for Albion. Yeah, exactly. We needed a Roy Hodgson. Yeah, yeah. And he did such a good job. England came Absolutely, in for him. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Firstly, big shout out to Roy. Love love Roy. And if he retires, happy retirement. Yeah, if he, you know, he, if he doesn't he, need to do anything else. If he fancies it. a U-turn and if Allardyce goes and he wants to come back to the Albion, <laughs> that'd be an interesting one. But, um, yeah. uh, you know, you need a manager, which is what you're alluding to, who's going to be steady, but ensure progress which Roy Hodgson did and I, with I suppose I, what, my, what my car was going to be like because obviously you spoke about like my first choice was Wilder yeah. well brilliant great yeah, okay, get yeah, it yeah. get it so Wilder comes in he gets you up you don't look at what happened at Sheffield Wednesday I'm not saying that would happen with Albion yeah. but as good a manager as he is he hasn't got Allardyce's credentials he hasn't got Allardyce's sort of Track record. He's a, I'm not saying he's not a good manager. No, no. I'm, I'm saying he's, he's a good I manager. I do agree with what you're and saying. I'm just saying, like, would would you, if you were to come up next year, would you be in a better place with Allardyce? Would you be in a better place with Wilder? Well, and for me, that's up for debate. Yeah, it is up for debate, definitely. But to say that he hasn't got Allardyce's credentials in in one way, I agree. He's, yeah. he's never managed England. He's not finished fifth was it with Bolton, Bolton yeah, yeah. You know, he, he's not finished yeah. that high that kind of thing Allardyce has got a massive massive CV however what Wilder does have and what you'd probably say he's more qualified to do is get teams up in the EFL with with his time at Oxford Northampton and Sheffield United he's got multiple promotions he is the best manager in the English Football League in the last decade. Yeah, yeah. The stats speak for themselves. Nobody has more promotions than him. Yeah. And he essentially is an expert at getting promoted from, from the football And league. I'm not disputing that, but I'm saying I'm going, I'm going beyond that. So, when, yeah. so hypothetically, you're back in the Prem. Yeah. You know, he's Wilder a better option than Allardyce. For me, if you'd say to me now, no, for me, no. Yeah. I'd rather have Allardyce and Wilder in the Prem. Interesting. I'd rather Would I want either of them long, long term? I don't know. I like Wilder. I love yeah. the way he speaks. I love the way his team has have played. I feel really sorry. For, just something hasn't clicked with him at Sheffield United this year. It has been a really yeah. poor season for them. You know, I'm probably going to get pelted with this saying I'd rather have Sam. I'm just saying that, like, Sam does bring something to the table. He does. Oh, he does. You know, you know, you, you know. And I know I've been you... convinced of that. I was, I was very skeptical. Yeah, yeah, first, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm not saying he's a lot. I'm not saying I'd want him on a five-year contract at the Wolves. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. But I'm just saying for where Albion might be if they do come back up, maybe with not a huge budget. But you, know, you only have to look at what Allardyce did. Again, honestly, you know, he's done it in the loan market. He hasn't, he hasn't spent any money, has he? 
No, am I wrong? Stallgrass on a free. Stallgrass on a free, and he's bought in. Stallgrass, your Kushlu, Dianya. And they've made a difference. And, and it's been a huge difference. Yeah. And, 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 you know. And that's and, actually a big question mark over Wilder, his recruitment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say. I'm, 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 I'm not saying, listen, if you came back up under Allardyce and you had a couple of good seasons under Allardyce, you established yourself as a mid table team and, and you've got some decent investment coming. And all of a sudden you want to try and kick on and almost do what Wolves did a couple of years ago, yeah. that sort of thing. You probably then go, look, Sam, thanks, thanks for everything. Yeah, We're going to look yeah. to go for a young, progressive, upcoming European coach, whatever. Like Palace so, and Roy Hodgson. That, that sort yeah. of thing, you know, though I've looked at who the favourite is, heavy favourite is for the Palace job <laughs> today. Heavy, heavy. It's not Eddie Howe. Ten to, ten, well, listen, bookmakers odds. Yeah. It, the favourite is 10 to 11. The following <laughs> second favourite is something like 7 to 1. Wow. That's a heavy favourite, isn't it? Massively heavy. I'll, I'll give you two guesses. And I'll, oh, I'll give you God. two guesses. I'm going to look at uh, it. I'm going to laugh because I know. Well, my first one would be Eddie Howe, but the no. fact you didn't say yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, would it be uh, Alan Pardew? <laughs> no, no <laughs> not that outrageous. Um, oh, God, I don't know. He'll make your skin cool. Oh, there we go. It's make... Tony Pulis. No. No, but he really would make my skin cool. Yeah. I don't know. Frank Lampard. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. 10 to 11 favourite. Oh, but or he, he, was, or he well. was about three o'clock today. Listen. Oh, that, if there's any, if there's ever been anything <laughs> to show nepotism in football, <laughs> it's this narrative that Frank Lampard's an amazing yeah. manager. Yeah. He achieved, you know, the He's same got, thing I, I, with Derby I, I, as be, his predecessor. I'd be going to Scotty Park or somewhere like that for Palace Arwood or I something. I wouldn't like go there that. either. I'd just... If I was Palace, I'd look abroad. I'd just roll the dice. Well, I've looked. Listen, it's bookmakers odd. It's only happened today. So yeah. they, they throw things down. They're probably covering their arse with the Frank Lampard. Ray Lewington promote Ray Lewington. Yeah, yeah. They're probably covering their arse with the Lampard thing. You know, London yeah. connection, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I think I think he I think he's made with Steve Parish. He, he does something with Steve oh, okay. Parish. I think. So that's probably where it's come from. So he might not even have anything in it. But I looked at the list of the. the, the yeah, I looked at the list of the Palace. I looked at the list of the Palace managers. They're looking potentially looking at on that list, and obviously Wilder was on there. Scotty Parker, Frank Lampard. Um, there's a couple of others on there. Either way, what my point was trying to say is it will be really interesting Palace next year because the Frank de Burr, um, Frank de Burr project completely crashed on its arse. I think that's putting it lightly, Jamie. Exactly, do you know what I mean? It just shows what a difficult job and that's where, you know, yeah. touching back on Sam because we've got to move on. You know, Sam's got something about him in the Prem yeah. and, he, and he, he's coming in. Listen, you got relegated, whatever, but there's no doubt the difference between yeah. from when he came in to how you finished up you know, he, he, night, he, and he, 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 night and day, and he's got that, and he's done that on, on, with Robert Snodgrass and Yukushlu and Dianya, you yeah, know, and, and, uh, and that's the barrier. So, so he wouldn't be Maitland that bad chance. And Maitland Nile, yes, of course. Know, I think, yeah, I think Yukushlu has been the big one, but but Maitland Niles did make a difference yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, anyway, we will dive into why we think Albion have been relegated. We'll dive into what's gone wrong at Wolves. We'll dive yeah, yeah. into where both sides go next. Next week, yeah. we will rather than previewing a game next week because there won't be one, we will preview next season sure. and we will review the past season. However, we do have games to preview. JB's alluded to the fact that they are dead rubbers and they are dead rubbers for both teams. Yeah, they are yeah, not, it's not an exciting time of the season when one of you is already relegated and the other is languishing in mid table. Yeah. However, you know, as I've said before, I'm going tomorrow, so I'll preview the match day experience. Um, yeah. I'll get there quarter to six in the vine. I have a plate of chicken tikka. I have a pint. I have another pint. I do a predicted 11. <laughs> the 11 comes out. I'll have another pint. I'll wander down the tram line. I'll have a pint at the ground. We'll lose 3 0. <laughs> I'll get home about half past 10. <laughs> the end. What a Am I looking forward to that? Yes, yes absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I cannot wait. I can't <laughs> wait to stand there with about 12 other people in probably the pissing rain, yeah, singing yeah. with. A mask on? I think, no. I, I think that's what they want. Like, I don't think anyone's keeping a mask on. Did, did you see the scenes at Wembley, mate? It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it was. When, fans, Leicester scored, when Leicester yeah. scored, no masks, falling down the stairs, no all over each other. It was yeah. brilliant, mate. Get us back in Yeah, the well, I mean, everybody would have taken a, a lateral flow test, so there shouldn't exactly. be any exactly. in the ground anyway. Exactly. Well, have you got to do that tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're supposed to. Um, it, it says to. I don't know if anybody checks it. I, I mean, maybe there's an Albion fan listening who's going... Could correct me on that. I, yeah. I don't think anyone checks it. I just think you're supposed to take a yeah, COVID yeah. test before you go. It's there, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that sure. kind of thing. But yeah, as regards the game, West West Ham, excuse me, have a lot more to play for than we do. Sam used to manage there. Sam won't want to lose that game. Yeah, you might see a bit of a cagey affair, tight affair. Yeah. One thing I really am looking forward to is seeing Mateus Pereira 
in the flesh because it's been a long time yeah. and he's, re- he's really kicked on since fans were last there. He was, he was brilliant all through the first half of the championship season, um, but it's been a long time since anybody cheered him on um, and he's really come on. So it'd be nice to say thank you to him. And then he just doesn't start and you know, doing it on. Imagine, imagine <laughs> if Sam doesn't pick him. Oh, I'll have to increase next yeah. week. Well, I'm at least looking forward to the chicken tikka <laughs> from the vine. Um, JB, Wolves, two games left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you can't wait. Um, uh, honestly, I can't even lie to our adorning, adoring fans who listen to this in their droves, but um, I'm not even bothered, to be honest with yeah. you. It's just that, mate. It's going to be a real, real slog. Actually, the funny thing is, is it six o'clock kickoff tomorrow, Wolves, Everton? It is, yeah. I'll only be able to catch the first half because I've got training, tra- training <laughs> at seven o'clock. So I'll, I'll, I'll only catch the first half. But um, no, listen, it, let's get this season wrapped up. Let's get done because we, I want to get into the summer and see where we are. That, that's where my focus is at now. So I'm going to wrap up my predictions really quickly, to be honest with you, Go because that's the point. I think well, I think it'll be a dour game tomorrow. I think it'll be maybe I think it'll be like <laughs> one all. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I'm, probably, I'm going to go I'm being generous there, to be yeah. honest with you. But I'm, I'm going to go one all and hope they actually score. I'm going to go uh, nil nil Everton Wolves. Yeah, and then Man United at the weekend. Um, in previous years gone by, you know, we've had a really good record against United at home, bouncing stadium, something to play for. I'd always put I put my money on us. But um, I can't see. I just think United love too much, and I think it'll be. Uh, I think I think it'll be. Uh, Maybe I think it'll get. I think it'll get two nil United. Yeah, there will be fans though. There will, there will. But four thousand spread around five yeah. stands. You know, because obviously yeah. we've got the Graham Hughes stand in the corner, sort of thing. Oh, to be utilising. So yeah. I, I think there'll be an atmosphere, obviously compared to usual. But yeah. You know, I, I mean, it was great on the list watching the Wembley, the FA Cup final, and he could hear the fans. But then I thought, it was great, like, oh, there's 20,000 there, yeah, was there? Which is like a decent that. number. Yeah. 4,000 is like 25% of that. So it's going to be, it's yeah. be better than what they've been used to, of yeah. course. But And if they're all even in, even if you had like two and a half thousand behind one goal and two and a half behind the other, yeah. sorry, two and two, sorry, yeah, yeah. that'd be better. But the fact that they're having to spread it out across the whole yeah. stage is going to dilute it a lot. But be an interesting one. I, I, I'll come out for your feedback. Well, to, to, I was going to say, because yeah. that's the same numbers, isn't it? Four, four thousand. Yeah, it will be the same. Yeah. So well, I'm maybe, really looking forward to your feedback. Touch less than Molyneux. Yeah. But I don't know what the what the allowance is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to sampling the atmosphere because I think you'll get a lot of people who are really, really happy to be there. But if the game's not that exciting I think that the reality will hit and we'll be like but I think a lot of it's match dependent it'd be interesting to the, the reception Allardyce gets as well yeah so yeah I'm, sure I'm yeah. really looking forward to that um, so on Wolves Man United I'm going to go 2-1 United yeah yeah I think uh, Wolves might score in front of the fans and I think United will come back and win that yeah uh, from behind okay uh, I tell you what you got to do that know, put, yeah. a little, put a little I will do if I'd backed my Wolves prediction every week I'd be a rich man unless I was putting the the, you know, and a double with the Albion, and then I don't think it's a point all season. Um, but you know, our Albion prediction then back to Albion West Ham. Yeah. I'm gonna go one all. Yeah, I'm going to go because I mean, like I said, West Ham, I've got I've got stuff to play for. You yeah. know, they are still in with a very yeah, minute yeah, yeah. shout, aren't they? They could get Europa. They could get Europa. Yeah. So they're in, they're in for it. And I mean, the last game you played was obviously the, you played West Ham the, the few days after you, you beat Wolves. Yeah, um, it was a good game actually. It was, it was a very yeah. good game actually. So. Yeah, I don't. Know if, I, I was going to say one all, but I don't want to go the same as you. Just, just so we can end, end, just so we can end the predictions differently, of you know, course, wrap yeah. it up. So I'm going to go. Um, do, 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 do. I'm going to go two one West Ham. I think I think the might yeah, just sneak. I, 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 the yeah. might just sneak. I can it. say that. Yeah, I can see Jared Bowen getting one because I like him and I think he's got his he's you know, player. Good player, Bowen. Yeah, good player. Bowen, Ben Rama, those kind of players. It's caused us a lot of trouble over the last couple of years. That's one thing I'm looking forward to with going down. And again, I'll dive into this next season. I am one of those Albion fans who loves the championship. Yeah, I love seeing us win. My best memories of being an Albion fan growing up were title races. Yeah, sure. Anyway, um, those those kind of players, Bowen, Ben Rama. It's a real treat to get to watch them, you know, watch them before the curve, essentially. And, you know, if I was Wolves, you know, with a bit of a war chest, not, I can't remember, I know, I know you're saying, you know, a bit of a budget. Ivan Tony would be my first. Oh, absolutely. Listen, listen, I, 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 I would love us to go for him. Particularly ben, unless Benford come up, I think they'd do everything they can to keep him. Um, but, but, but I don't think they are. Yeah, they won't. Um, unless they turn him around, but obviously... I can't, I can't see him doing it. No, no, they're just, they're just so Brentford, isn't it? Ten, but, ten um, times they've been in the playoffs and they've never got out of it. Crazy, though. That's crazy. That's in all divisions, that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, no, for me, I'd love Ivan Tony there. I think, I think I'd, I'd, yeah, yeah I'd really like that. But um, Which would free up Clark Harris. It's just not a... 
a wolf sign. However, so I know we're going to go back to predictions and we'll talk about this next week more. There is a lot of talk from reliable sources that we are changing our tact yeah. in terms of the way that we recruit yeah. and we are definitely going to be looking more domestic um, rather than sort of, you know, gambles on unknowns or unproven's, if you like, based on recommendations. So that will be interesting. That, that's not just, that's not just, that, that's after, from reliable after sources. Fabio Silvergate. Yeah, and bless him, he has sorry, come good in the end and stuff. And the, the Jose gate, Christ, yeah. yeah. Uh, pro football, I'll never know. <laughs> anyway, back to Sunday, yeah, Albion. So, yeah, so Albion are playing uh, Leeds, yeah. again, one of those teams giving us, are uh, Leeds United, what a side over yeah. the last few years. Um, it's I, I'm really glad that we've not got anything to play for because we will not win that game. Yeah, they will batter I, us like that, they always do. That just sums up Wolf season that we've done the double over. I know, it's I it's know. unbelievable, isn't I, it? I'm going not, into that game. Not conceding. Yeah, we've I, done the double and not conceding. I'm going minutes. into that game less confident than I was of us against Liverpool. It's crazy. Leeds always it's make crazy. us look really, really uh, poor. We've had a couple of results against them. Yeah, uh, yeah. A 4-0 a couple of years ago against yeah. Leeds and yeah, yeah. you know a, a one-all when we were both yeah, fighting yeah. to come up. But they always outplay us, Leeds, and I think they will again. They just got... Maybe, especially under Billich, they just had the legs to run us yeah. ragged. Um, and they'll want to go for it under the fans and stuff. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, the last game of season. And even if there's only a portion of fans in there, they'll be raw. Yeah, it's the leads, they'll, it? yeah, yeah, of course. And they'll have so, a few more, slightly bigger stadium as well, isn't it? So they'll, they'll have a bigger exactly, portion of fans. Exactly, yeah, so. that's it. And I don't, I don't like to predict an Albion loss to end the season on. Um, so 4 0 Albion. <laughs> but I, I can't see that. No, no. So I'm going to go to. In fact, I'm going to go 3 1 Leeds. Oh, I'll say 3 0 Leeds. 3 0 Leeds, three nil leads, yeah. Leads, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, okay, we tried to rattle through that. There was yeah. a lot to catch up on. There really was a lot to get through as well. Yeah. Uh, next week will be a bumper episode in which we can review and preview, um, talk some business, and we'll look at where it all went wrong for Albion and where it partly went wrong for yeah. Wolves. Yeah, yeah. that's a a little bit of a trailer for next week um but in the meantime if you have enjoyed this episode can you please give us a retweet on twitter leave us your feedback that'd be fantastic and if you are listening um well no matter where you're listening if you will go over to apple Podcasts and just leave us a review um it doesn't even have to be a wordy review just a rating would be fantastic because it really really does help us JB, have you got anything to add before we sign off? No, mate. No, just glad to be back doing it. It's been a, it's, it's been a, it's felt, felt weird. Not, not in the last couple of weeks, like I said, which has been really, really yeah. busy. I'm looking forward to next week's episode. There'll be a lot to get into. Absolutely. And yeah, and then we can sort of like look forward to next season. Fingers crossed, you know, you know, obviously there's still a season, there's a way to go, but fingers crossed we can look forward to more normality and fans back in the ground it, and, yeah. and sort of, you know, have that real feel for football again because I think no matter how we dress it up, it, it has been difficult, hasn't it's it? Been to, tough, yeah. You know, this pod has been a, a lifeline, really, actually, massively, you know, massively. to really get into it because it has been difficult without the fans there. So, fingers crossed, this pod can sort of kick on and expand a bit more with the fans back. Absolutely. I hope so too. Okay. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Black Country Ramble. Take care and enjoy the last couple of games of the season. <laughs>